Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Where's my dad? I'm all alone. Welcome. I made jewels. Do you want one? I'll get. I'll make you one. What colors? Yeah, you can make me one. Okay. Pink. Okay. I made bracelets too. Nice. Do you have a kit? I just bought beads, and then I just dumped them all out. None of them are organized, and then I organize them while I do it. That makes more sense to me. Yeah, because it's the um, hunt and pecking for it. That's what. Tingles my brain. It's like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. I'm searching for them. But then sometimes they don't do them with all the lights on. And then I turn the lights on and I go, these aren't the right colors. You know what you need? The glasses with the lights on them. That paired with the little bin- binoculars that like optometrists Oh, that's what have. I was thinking about. I thought there was one that has They have both. both. Yeah. Yes. And you know who also saw me struggle 
taking my glasses off reading up close and they said you know what and I go bifocals I already fucking know my mother-in-law she was like you need to get I was like Melissa has already brought this up for years she was like I'm saying like you know and these ones are they work well and I was like okay did you try them on no because here's the thing I hate trying other people's prescriptions on because these are people who wear glasses like all the time and I just throw my glasses on when I like have to and I realize like oh god damn I should be functioning with a higher vision at all times like yes and you know if you had you should not be going oh you didn't have to clean today because I'm not wearing my glasses first of all you should say you're like thank you for that you're welcome in advance I always clean except for when I don't where's this bruise from your on your arm from oh I got a boost okay I got boosted yesterday they were like you know you don't have to and I was like I want to if I could be here every day and get a booster I would Mm -hmm. and they're like well are you immune compromised and I was like yeah and then they're like what about him and I said well he lives with me and I only ever get sick from him so adjacent yes and so then we both got boosted nice it was the best boost I've ever gotten she was she I was like you have a wonderful technique and she like laughed I go ma'am I'm not kidding like you're very good at this I would recommend you to her if I could the last person that I had was spectacular it's a skill it is and I think also the needle matters for me. Oh, yeah. She used that retractable needle. Uh-huh. Oh, the yeah, one you that, about that one. Mariah Carey used and people were saying that she didn't actually get boosted. And it was like, no, it's a retractable needle. You like, idiot. Why do you all think like especially because like she what? had access first. I go, of course, Mariah Carey has access to better things yes. than you quicker. Yes. What do you mean? Well, welcome to Don't Blame Me. What a good podcast. Do we warrant being good? Well, good is a state of mind. So we're good and we're great and we're fantastic. But like, am I in the state of mind to accept that? Toxic energy. Get out of here. It is August. It is Leo season. I'm thriving. Your hair looks great. Thank you so much. You can check it out on the Patreon. I haven't been wearing my glasses, so I haven't totally been on top. It's a big difference. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Like, that's truly how it is. And I didn't wear them when I was getting it done. But if you saw my vlog, anybody... I was debating, like, do I get my hair done before my birthday? And Mott was like, emotionally, yes. Like, I do think it'll be a good call. But my hairstylist went into labor. And so, like, it wasn't going to be from her. So she gave me a recommendation of someone who she's worked with, who I've also worked with before. She did a wonderful job. Uh, Coco, throw up, like, a side-by-side from last week. You know, because I'm on the other, like, the other side of it, I- I've come out the other end. I can't appreciate it, but boy, oh, boy, is that shady. <laughs> But it just, I just want to show it's going to be one of those things that like I will realize it is a huge fucking difference. Yeah, looks good, though. Thank you. I'm warming it up because I'm not allowed to go red. Why? Because she, I mean, Shaylee's right. She's just like, I think you would like it. But she's like, you just there's no way in hell you're going to do the upkeep for it. What and it, then you're going to hate it. What about even like a, a little strawberry t- yeah, so that's like my goal is to just keep warming up the highlights so it will be warm, 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 warm. Mm-hmm. And so then if I have more like some strawberry, more redder, warmer highlights when those fade, because that's what happens with red hair. It just fades like so fucking fast. It'll blend in with the rest because she's like, you're just not going to do the upkeep of real red. And then you're going to look like you've been through the washing machine like 15 times. Like I'm just going to look. That's a vibe. Diluted. It is a vibe. And with peace and love, that is Lily Marston's vibe. That is not my vibe. I found a video that somebody was talking about how seriously white women take blonde hair. 
Melissa? And I meant to send it, send it to you. It, Maybe I did send it to you. No, it, it is so fucking true. Yeah. It is huge. And I will say... I bookmarked it. I'll, I'll definitely send it to you later. I'm no longer where I used to be. Because what happens is everybody, like, you can't be blonde enough. You can't be blonde enough. And then one time you go platinum and then you go, you know, I'm good now. Mm-hmm. And that's where I've been. I'm good now. I like I like the blonde. I like the brightness. Mostly because... I have a low contrast face. I do. I do. I have a low contrast face. And so like having a high contrast hair color doesn't really fit with me so much. Um, But I don't ever need to go platinum ever again. Okay. And my hair is recovered. So like. It's very healthy. Looks good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So welcome to Don't Blame Me. A podcast brought to you by two incredible, phenomenal, spectacular. I mean, my hair is white right now. It's not blonde. It's white. See, this is my toxic blonde mindset. I go, that's still blonde. No, it's not. It's white. It is white. But yeah, we're great. Listen, don't blame me. We it's a call in advice show. Actually, now you can write in too, which we do have. We lowered our standards. We did lower our standards. We have a write in from Instagram this week. You can give us a call at 310-694-0976. Or send an email to Meganpodcast at gmail.com. Or send us a DM. Mm-hmm. So the requirements to call, write, or send a voice memo. I guess not so much write, but we should have our but am I wrong writing. The criteria yeah okay so that's 300 words hey three good thing to remember 300 mm-hmm. words or less and this with the the voice recordings it's three minutes or less so write that speak <laughs> speak that speak now or forever hold your peace i was doing it taylor swift isn't that something no, it is. It's great. It's good Look job. at me. <laughs> you did it. Good job, bud. So give us all the information. Tell us what's happening. Tell us whether it's drama, whether it's it's not drama, gossip, what it, whatever is happening that you need our advice on, you need our sage words of wisdom, and we will we'll give it to you. We'll bring it. We'll, and you can let us know what level you need us to bring it at. If you're like, I need you to low-key bully me into doing to what I have to do. Or you can say, I'm a sensitive, sweet little flower. I need you to gentle parent me into making the right decisions. Just let us know. Let us know. We're adaptable. I can take direction. Um, I would like... <laughs> and we're on Patreon if you want to watch the video. Catch some <laughs> of the more n- nuanced bits. I would like to issue an apology. Oh, my God. Pull up your notes app. Read it. (laughs) I'm just going to post it. Throw it on screen. (laughs) Last week, we had a call about someone's cousin getting their cousins getting a divorce. And I told a bold-faced lie. I love when this happens. And I said that I wasn't close to any of my cousin or their significant other. No, I heard it. I cut it out. I cut it out as I was listening. I was reviewing. I was like, and I'm saying this for my own conscience and to give better advice. Oh, my God. Because my cousin, Sonam, who is married to my cousin, Danny. Yeah. I am incredibly close You're to her. very close to her. <laughs> I literally know her name. And when you were like, I'm not close to any of my cousins, I was like, why did you say? Melissa, I was like, 
damn shit must have happened in the last week like, it was like some beef because we were running so late and we were already cutting out like okay cut this out okay cut this out okay we were sidebarring left right and center and so like it was my bad for not breaking it up we after early for don't blame me so that is not uh, no but like i was trying to do my best to not interrupt okay. but i literally like in my mind i was like mental no like yeah. what happened i was like did they get <laughs> no okay and so i would like to issue an apology even though i cut it out so no one would know but i know yeah it's weighing heavy on your yes soul. it's it is it is and, very close and also i would like to say that now that i'm in that mindset <laughs> if danny and sonam were to get a divorce i would be like sorry, sorry danny, danny. <laughs> Sucks. i so, know what you would do so <laughs> So to the person that called, I completely understand you now. I'm, I apologize. I, I was tired. I said while we were recording, yeah. I was incredibly tired. I think I had been up since seven yeah, o'clock in the morning. her cousin. That's how tired she was. And if I were in that situation, I'd be like, Danny, I need to know everything. Like she would have had to like murder, murder someone. someone. Yeah. And even with that. Who did she was murder? Was probably justified. Yes. Who was it? Yeah. So yeah so you agree with my thing of saying if it'll hurt their feelings just lie yeah there you go thank you <laughs> and i knew one day we'd get there where melissa finally agrees with my advice of just lie yeah so wow glad you got that off your chest it's been weighing i when i was reviewing the episode like, on sunday what is this bitch talking about yes i literally cut it out because i and i stopped and i paused and i was gonna text you but then i was like i need to come clean on the podcast because yeah. i need to give some better advice i can't believe i spoke that into like the ether yes that is so fucking funny anyways that's it thank you for issuing that apology <laughs> i think it's a really good good one and shout out to all the cousins out there yeah normalize lying mm -hmm. when it serves you when it serves you <laughs> anyways um we'll hop on into this and no, let's take a break okay Bye. We'll see you in a minute. <laughs> A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating. They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books, so... We're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book a lot of it can feel like really daunting so to have like a service where it's like you're gonna get like high quality hardcover books which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices but also curated so it's like amazing cool wonderful great this is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley 
And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Yumiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said, part time travel romance, part spy thriller, and 100% multifaceted joyride. (gasps) When I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black, and this one is about a missing girl who returns, but that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective... Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls, but happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I, we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. And we are back. Did we even introduce our names? say our names okay we're Megan and Melissa that's because you interrupted figure it out between yourselves which one's which can you imagine if they're like oh you're definitely giving Megan vibes and like I'm giving Melissa vibes our names are somewhat interchangeable I mean I literally have a sister with the same name as you and well minus the age and just answer to all of it anyway yeah Megan Melissa Melanie then my parents would be like I'll sit there and look at them and then be like you knew who I was talking to so did they have backup names like if there were more of you like do you think it would have been they would have had to get cre- creative no because melanie was a surprise oh we all were surprises as it was so yeah so there weren't backup names i love when like people start with a theme but like specifically like irish catholic people and then they like, don't stop having kids and then they just have to or when they start with a z and then they have six kids and they go and they go throw a z in front of that one throw a z in front of that one but M is a good one. M A is also another like, yeah, endless supply. Yeah, Melanie's name was gonna be Maya. We like this show called Maya the Bee. Cute. And so we wanted Melanie's name to be that, but then they changed it last minute. Didn't tell us. It's like this is Melanie. And you're like, who the fuck is Melanie? <laughs> Where's Maya? Yeah, but we have a Maya now, yeah. which is Megan's kid. So it came came back around. Bzz, bzz. It buzzed back around. Mm-hmm. Love that. Anyways, so first up, we are starting with a submission from Instagram. So you can sign into our DMs now and we'll give you advice on the podcast, not through the DMs. Mm-hmm. I'm 23 female. A big life change is coming as I got into veterinary school in London. I almost said good day, mate. Like you're Australian. Cheerio. My <laughs> long term partner, he is 20, who is 26, is not moving with me. We've discussed multiple times that him staying in the States could be best for everyone. We know that there's an exact end date along with extended periods of breaks. I think this distance allows me to focus on school as it'll be 29 credit hours a semester. I'm not worried about either one of us losing feelings or cheating. I'm just worried about this transition. 
We've lived together for four years now and I will have a roommate as I cannot afford to live in London alone. What could I do to help smooth it out? He is helping me move and I'm taking my dog with me. I'm still anxious about making new friends and stepping back into school. Any advice is appreciated. For context, I've always wanted to be a vet and have been in the field since I could work. I'm not going to lie. I think this is a long time and the transition from going to live from living together to not living together is hard yes so i would say keeping an open mind and an open line of communication that like this might not work out in the sense that like he might be like i just want to come and like live there <laughs> like after six months after a year or like the last year or something like that or even like living there for a year and him working remote and doing stuff like that i just think that it's a long time to go backwards in a relationship. And I don't, I know some people who did long distance through med school and the person did their, not res, maybe it was their residency, but they did something like, and then their partner went and studied abroad. And so they got, like, were very, very far, but they never lived together. And they ultimately ended up moving in together while they were still long distance and kind of ending the long distance a little bit sooner. And it's hard. And I think it's always kind of hard to backtrack, especially if this is coming from you and you're thinking that like this will be good for focusing on school, but like making sure that it's like, you know, if this actually like is not good for me, like I want to tell you that. And if this for you, I want you to tell me that like so we just keep talking about how we're feeling and how it's going and not one of us feels like we're like having to like be strong for the other person. Yeah, when I was planning on going to dental school, they highly recommended that your partner come with you to all the interviews, come with you to campus, like be there so they know, go to orientation with you so they know exactly what they're getting into Mm -hmm. and to be in the same place as you. Yeah. Because what is happening here is that y'all are moving apart you're going to be the time difference is going to be oh shit yeah. so you're going to be busy with school plus the time difference what does y'all's relationship look like that's a really good point yeah and also even on breaks i don't know how much of a break you will have mm-hmm. like that so he might be coming for like two weeks and it's like a vacation vacation but you're not going to be able to have like the energy and the actual hours in a day to deliver on like a a vacation like that hosting yeah in that way yeah 29 uh credits a semester it's a, a lot isn't that what they said credit hours a semester yeah that's a lot yeah so and then like you're doing the credits plus the homework you'll have plus when you have to start doing like clinical stuff It's going to be very difficult on your relationship. And I don't want to sugarcoat this at all. Like, it's going to be hard. Plus the time difference. Yeah, you're right. You're not getting that, like, passive time Mm -hmm. or like that. Just like your presence is in the same room. Like, yeah, that this is going to be you're focusing on school. And a relationship will take a backseat when you're focusing on school this much. But that usually only really works if like you're in the same place and Mm -hmm. so you can catch those small moments together and you still have that like just be sitting yeah like you're studying he's there like doing work or whatever Mm -hmm. like that's still quality time together but having all this plus the time difference is a lot and it's not like you know like you're a few hours away where he can just drive and be there in a couple hours but yeah this is rough 
Yeah. I also think that like for I think about like medical school for like a lot of those things, too. I don't think that partners and I don't mean specifically in your case, but like I don't think that like partners should feel obligated to move or do all of that stuff because they know that emotional labor wise, like they their partner needs that. Like it is like really stressful and really, really hard. But I do think that like being cognizant of that, at least on your point of view and perspective, that living with a partner is very different than living with a roommate. And like if you do need that like emotional labor, you need that like support for something that is like really stressful like that. You'll kind of get it in the sense of if your roommate is also in school, that you'll both be in the thick of it together, but you won't have someone who's like going to, you know, bring you some snacks and like, Mm -hmm. you know, be there for you for a love and care side. It's more we're grinding this out together. So, yeah, I I don't think it's bad to like establish and like start off not living like doing all that there, but just know if you do want to change that. If you have a roommate, like it can make things a lot more difficult and his work like he might get really busy with work and stuff and so then the few moments that you have that are free it isn't going to be around your schedule like Mm -hmm. he has a whole other schedule too it's a lot to kind of factor in Mm -hmm. so i think in like on paper this makes like sense because it has an end point and all of that but like four years is a very long time Mm -hmm. you know and going from living together to not living together so Hopefully that was not too um dark or harsh. Yeah. But or pessimistic. You know. I I'm rooting for the best, but yeah. you know, just don't go on go in it with blinders on. Yeah. And keep all of the options open. Mm-hmm. Congratulations for getting into veterinarian school. And if in London, do you think that means like going to the Codswalds and I'm going to the the, the English countryside, there'll be horses, I have to fix them fix fix them up right here. I love pissing off British people. It's just, I, I don't, it's just so easy. I apologize to Helen. Helen gets it. <laughs> First of all, Helen's not over here going, Megan, that was offensive. Helen's like, loved it. Perfect. Do it more. Anyways. All right. Let's get into actual calls as well. Yay. Hi, Megan and Melissa. So. First of all, I've been listening to your podcast since I was in seventh grade. I just graduated college, so I really, really love your guys' podcast, especially having Melissa in it, 12 out of 10. But I was going to ask for some advice today, but I want to give a little bit of a trigger warning about cancer, severe illness in general. So I'm 22 years old, female, she, her pronouns. Um, In March, I was diagnosed with brain cancer. Within a few days of that, I had surgery to remove my tumor and everything and I went through chemotherapy while finishing college and I graduated college Um, but my life has kind of been in a little bit of limbo um, until I got my first scans post chemotherapy. I got them back and they were all clear the mass had reduced significantly and everything was healing nicely. So pretty much all good news there but basically where I'm asking for advice is now Since that's cleared by my doctor, I can apply for grad school for this upcoming fall. I'm applying to the same grad program that I went to for undergrad. I talked to the dean. She said she would push my application through since we had um, a really good relationship. But basically, I'm just ridiculously nervous for going back um, from a small rural area, moved to a very large city. Um, And I'm just having really intense anxiety about going back for some reason. I think it is partly 
due to what's going on, but also just adulting in general, um, even though I'll still be in grad school, but like half adulting. Um, but any advice you guys have about kind of like moving on from a significant life event or just like moving across the country in general, I would really, really appreciate. That's, that's all. Thank you. I have some extra time. So um, I'm a Capricorn. Okay. I know that's the same as not. Okay. I, bye. Yeah. I, that was me. I literally went, oh, I love it. I love a Capricorn. First of all, congratulations. Yes. That's amazing. So did they say that they lived on campus before or no? I don't know. I'm I was stuck on the part where they said that they been listening to the podcast. Yeah, Melissa and I were trying to do the math and it I doesn't just, math. It does not math. And Melissa was like, that's not that didn't how it happened. And I go, you know what? Maybe she's not great at math. <laughs> and as someone who's not great at math, like that's okay. Maybe you're watching Megan's videos. Yeah. Or you just skipped a bunch of grades. Or you couldn't do quick math, which neither can I, or you were just like exaggerating and being dramatic for <laughs> the sake of it, which I also do. And like I was like no shame. A seventh grader was watching this. Yeah, and then you said you graduated college and it was like No. How does any of this work? So I mean, and I can be totally off base here. Take what serves you or and ignore what doesn't. Um, but traumatic incidents like they can be very chaotic but in this instance and other ones there's like can be a method like life can be really structured in this sense and so you spent a lot of like your undergrad and college years with which can be seen as you know pseudo adulthood like you're kind of you have a little bit more freedom and you have more free reign and making more decisions, more mistakes, more consequences. And but you still kind of have that safety net there. Um, but it's a lot of people like exploring their independence. And then you had something incredibly structured and regimented during all of that. And so that to me would definitely be like scary because even though it is not a, a positive or happy experience, it's a schedule and it's something that like if you know what to expect like there are th things you can't predict and things you can't expect but like you know that like I go here on the I do this I do this I do this and there's a plan and someone else has made the plan for you and you just you you do what you can in it but now you're having uh, you're having freedom and you're having independence without that structure and that's kind of like a it's like a, it's a little bit of like an adjustment yeah i went from smaller area to bigger area for grad school. But I will say in grad school, it's so insular. Like I yeah. did not leave the bubble of Westwood <laughs> except for to go to my internship. Yeah. And so like it still felt like a very like small area. Yeah. And so I think like when you're in grad school location, depending on like depending on what you're studying, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, because you're going to be point. with the people that you study with all the time. You're going to go to the college. If you're somebody that goes to bars, you're going to go to the college bars. Like, you're going to be studying and partying and doing whatever you do with the same people, regardless of where you are. That's true. Most of my friends who are in grad school, like, I didn't really talk to them for those four years. And they yeah. only other hung out and talked to people who are in grad school with them. And they stayed in that yeah. spot. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I really, really don't think you have that much to worry about. Yeah. And the gossip's going to be hot. I like that. Small town gossip is hot. But again, it's just it's going to be in your community of 
yeah. of other students and not much else. And I think that it is probably even more insular than undergrad. Like, mm-hmm. and you don't it have is. to put in as much legwork to like, yes. you know, socialize, make friends, like, and all of that. You're not casting as wide of a net with like your classes and all of that. So you'll have the same people in your classes and your social circles. And, mm-hmm. you know, you'll have similar interests, at least one. Yeah. You at least have one similar interest with most of those people. So I would also just like recommend, I don't know if like you're in therapy or if you are in any sort of like group therapy or like support groups or talk server or if you like journal or if you like to draw or do something like but like anything that you can add into your or even like a, a dance class or painting or a tv show that you or a book series that you like and if you want or joining a book club or something that you can incorporate structure that isn't stressful into your life in grad school like because even though you have all these things that you're kind of working towards you've just been powering through a lot of everything and knowing that like structure and schedule and like regimented things can also be good for your not just physical health but your mental health and give you those kinds of needed breaks because this is also like a very traumatic experience to kind of just like then go back into school and I don't think that that's a bad call at all because even though you manage to still be able to do undergrad like you do sacrifice a lot of things but making sure that you're in you're enjoying like you're enjoying the day-to-day not just like the destination of like finishing because grad school is like really fucking hard Yep. I don't even know what you're in grad school. It doesn't even matter what you're in grad school for. Matter. Like grad school's just it's so hard. much time. Yeah. And so having something to like look forward to every week to kind of bring that um into you. And like I think like a book club would be also a great way to like make friends who maybe are in like if there's schools nearby that aren't your school too. I just don't think you'll have the time. That's fair. <laughs> very, very fair. Or just like, you know, get into a book that you read and you read that book for you finish the book after in the whole process of four mm-hmm. years of however long it takes you to do grad school. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there's our advice. Hope you enjoyed it. We're going to take a break now. Woo-hoo! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. And we're back. Hey, ladies. I'm just going to get right into it. One of my biggest triggers is the sexualization of my body. As a young child, I matured physically faster than I did mature mentally, so I did not get to choose how my body was viewed or treated as a child. So oftentimes, I was sexualized, and I was too young to know that it was wrong, and I feel very, very insecure about that now as an adult. I talk about this a lot with my friends because certain things make me feel very gross and icky about myself. For example, me wearing a regular outfit and someone making a comment about my butt or wearing a swimsuit around my girlfriends and them talking about how big my boots. And even though they probably think that they are complimenting me, it's just very hard for me because I cannot wear or do regular things that my friends do without being viewed as sexual. It just reminds me of being a child and never being in control of how my body is viewed. So when I went on a beach trip a couple months ago, I explained this to the girls there after they asked me why I'm 21 years old and I have never posted a photo of me in a swimsuit. I got emotional explaining it, and I started crying. My closest friends on that trip, let's call them Fifi and Sierra. I have known them since I was 12 years old. So they have seen me go through my relationships and evolve from a girl to a woman and have heard me more than anyone else in the world talk about how triggering my body is because I feel like I'm seen as an object. Last night, a friend called me, and a conversation that happened on the trip months ago without me in the room came up in conversation. After I cried, a girl on the trip that I was not close with said, I feel so sad for her. I just didn't know what to say. And without me in the room, Fifi responded and said, yeah, growing up, it was just hard for her because me and Sierra were always much more skinny than her. So she felt self-conscious. 
this hurt me so badly because if anyone would understand the relationship I had with my body, it would be them. They were there every relationship I had with a boy, so they know how I was treated. Never once have I called myself big or said that I was overweight. So do I confront them and ask if they understand my trigger, or do I just try to bring it up in conversation and just re-explain? I just find it hard to believe that after 10-plus years of friendship, they get sexualization mixed up with feeling sad that I'm not as skinny as them. I feel very betrayed by this, and I would love to know what y'all would do. Love the podcast so much. You can be harsh if you need to. Bye, ladies. Mm. Well, growing up, I got boobs and a butt before most people. And the boys would say, make comments. Mm -hmm. Um, They talk about me like wearing a bra. And this continued. I think just because I moved away, it kind of stopped. And I moved a lot when I was a kid. But like this was like my sixth grade. Yeah. Sixth grade was sixth and seventh grade. I was in the same place. And this was what I it was my life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the thing was, is like my boobs weren't big it was just i had them before everyone else did so i completely understand where you're coming from um i don't think i like really accepted my body until i was actually around your age Mm -hmm. where i was like this is my body like i can do whatever the fuck i want and i love my my body now like and i and i'm at the point when i know you're not there yet but i i'm at the point now where i love people talking Mm -hmm. about yeah while we were recording i was like oh i will stop talking about your muscles like no no keep complimenting yes. me on my ass but it's also like consensual like from people that i like yeah <laughs> and friends and like but like i've had like one time when i was in college i was like at this bar i think i don't know and this man was like like jiggled the bottom of my butt and was like you got a little tootie booty and i was like what the fuck does that even mean I guess because I was smaller bodied oh. and then had a little butt at the back. Okay, but like, toot to me is fart. Yeah, but like he was, it was a compliment to him. And yeah. I was like, don't fucking touch no. me. And it made me feel gross. And then like other girls were like, why are you being weird about this? <laughs> and so that kind of makes me feel like how your friends are, yeah. but like in a different way. Yeah. And I think... And I hate to say this about other women, but I truly think that they're they're jealous and that they have their own body insecurities and they're projecting them onto you because you probably got attention. Well, you did. You got attention because of the way that your body was. And so then they're like, well, it just didn't happen to us because we were so much smaller than her. Yeah. I mean, so. I would say that there is a dangerous thing about like the phone tag because there is a chance that this third party person who has then told you this is they're projecting and they're not they're not remembering the nuance to this. And there's someone who actually doesn't know you as well. And so they're not describing that post conversation when you weren't there with accuracy. But I also yeah, I think that there's the other side of it that like there's it's also I think just as likely that one of them or both of them is going through their own body image issues and so therefore they're so encompassed in their own like struggle and like living in the thick of fat phobia that they project the they they can all one track mind that they're so concerned with their own bodies that they can only assume anyone else who has issues with their bodies, it's it's that. And that they're rewriting 
history and all of this. Or yeah, that there's some people and like we hear about it a lot in you'll see it in like media where it becomes the well, what were they wearing kind of comments that you see coming from women. And it's like women who have felt so invisible to men specifically that they think that people who get unwanted sexual attention they don't think that's fair and that it's like well no i would want that that's mm-hmm. what that's like you're just not a pre- like oh it's just th- that's a them that's a them issue and they become bitter about unwanted sexual attention which is not on you like that's like a that's a whole fucked up shit for someone else to be processing and and deal with and i would say like if this is like super out of left field you felt like this isn't align with how they've been I would it's like has something happened but if you've been friends with these people since you were 12 and only recently you had to have a conversation with all of these friends including them to stop making comments about your body how much have they been listening Mm -hmm. you know because like that should be something like if I would had been friends with you since we were 12 and you brought something if and other people that were mutual friends started like saying things like and I knew that those things made you uncomfortable and I also knew that like you're not necessarily like wanting to like pause the conversation so like hey don't do this like the second like you went to go to the bathroom I'd be like hey like this I would I would I would do recon as a friend in the interim not wait for those people to ask me about it and then be like oh well like if you know something makes your friend uncomfortable I think it's also up to you to know, would they want you to say something in the moment while they're there or hold off and wait until they're not around? But this just felt like, did they ever get it? Mm -hmm. And I hope that they did or I hope that they and I hope that they do. But it's also this I would is a very hard conversation to talk about. Like one of my friends in elementary school, her and I, I mean, we're not close anymore, but like she developed way earlier than everybody else. And we've never talked about it like because it was not like it was awful for her. And I think that like when we can observe that, especially from a young age, it can feel like I don't know if I should bring it up or want to bring it up or if that's going to make it worse or not. And so sometimes proximity isn't isn't always the kind of like window in that we think it is. And I've been guilty of that with like other people like where people are like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, what do you mean? You don't know. Like you're with me for all of for all of this kind of stuff. But Sometimes people feel uncomfortable watching other people go through vulnerable moments. They kind of put those blinders on and it feels like, well, you've been with me here. Mm-hmm. You've seen this. And um, you don't owe people a conversation about something that's really difficult for you. Um, but sometimes it's like it's before we, you know, there's a chance that this was like intentional and they hurt you like that. But I also think if you really care about them and like love them, giving them an opportunity to have like an open and honest conversation when you're ready about that because I think that there's a chance that it could be just miscommunication yeah, or misinterpretation. And especially when you're young, like we either rewrite his, like a lot of it gets colored with our own experiences, but I'm really sorry. This is like, yeah, this is very, it's very, very hard. Mm-hmm. And this, I do know most people I know who've gone through this, though have similar stories. Like Melissa said that this, like uh, eventually you get to a point where the feelings you have towards your body are not just the feelings of like shame that you hold for when you were younger. 
because you get to like tell your own story now. Like you get to be in control of that and at an appropriate age. Right. Now. Right. But it takes a while. So I hope it's a big miscommunication. Otherwise, you need new friends because that's really Yeah, you need to definitely have a conversation with them. Yeah, you don't need to carry this. Uh All right. Well, now we're going to get into Don't Blame Them. Uh, my thing. So don't blame them. If you were curious is when a listener calls in with their own advice pertaining to a call we played on a previous episode. And I guess now that we've opened up calls to DMs, you could probably send us a DM yeah. or an email or message, write it on out um, and let us know. Maybe they had some truly personal experience. Like I've been through this exact same thing. Did I call? This is crazy. Or it could be that is I work in that field or you mentioned something. If someone has the, 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 there's some tie, seven degrees of bacon. You don't want to say Kevin? Sure. All right. Ready to play? Mm-hmm. Hi, um, I'm calling in to respond to the caller who was asking about weaning off of THC. Um, I would recommend potentially if they have a medical card and their dispensary sells CBD, I would recommend using either CBD vape or sometimes they have CBD cigarettes um, that don't have any THC in it. That can help you wean off of weed since it still kind of gives you that same relaxing effect but won't show up on a drug test. So good luck to the caller. And I agree with everything else that Megan and Melissa said. Cool. Cool. Um, just don't. Don't, don't, don't use babe. vape. No. Don't babe. But yeah. I mean, for me, THC and CBD, completely different effect. Totally different effect. If it's like the anxiety, though, like that can be helpful. One helps my anxiety. One gives me yes. anxiety. <laughs> but yeah, j- just say, say no to vapes. Like, regardless of what air nicotine weed anything like it is the your lungs like truly don't care like what it is they don't they don't know the difference like it's just not good and the oral fixation and addiction of that is really really hard to kick just suck some dick exactly do it yeah (laughs) suck some dick and if you're gonna have like an oral fixation dick and lollipops don't give you popcorn lung. Correct. Lollipops might give you cavities, though. Cavities over pop. You can get teeth removed or replaced or like all of that. But like you're not getting a lung transplant like on a casual. This is true. With Novocaine. Like that shit is fucking intense. And I say this as someone who's one of her best friends is so fucking addicted to his goddamn babe. Literally, he lost it and he was like ripping apart the house and i was like we just said before i was like are you gonna quit and he was like yeah no i can quit anytime and he lost it and i was like bitch he you did that at your birthday yes, party too he's no it's it's even fucking worse yeah so um <laughs> if you want to check out our patreon support the show please do we are doing a lot of live streams this month yes i don't know when we're gonna do them but me neither because but, you've got friday no no and then i'll be gone two weeks from then but we'll figure it out Follow our socials everywhere. Give us money. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.
production by me, Megan Rinks. And me, Melissa D. Montz, plus Diamond Imprint Productions. Post-production sound and editing by Coco Lorenz. Production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. And music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter.